This episode of the Hitman Podcast is brought to you by Hulu, celebrating black history always. With stories like Women of the Movement, Snowfall, Atlanta, Grownish, Power, Living Single, the award-winning Summer of the Soul, and of course Hulu's original Wu-Tang and American Saga, and much more. Hulu highlights stories that showcase black history, past and present, 365 days a year. Hulu subscription required, terms apply. On today's episode of the Hit Men Podcast, I got my brother Kelton from the Three Years Podcast pulling up on me this week. We recap the All-Star Weekend and this wild-ass dunk contest. Should it be abolished? Should we revamp it? Should we make something different happen? We talk about it this week. We also get into the Ben Simmons, James Harden trade and what it means for both teams as we inch closer and closer to the playoffs for the 2022 NBA season. In the NFL bands, we talk about Brian Flores and his new landing spot, despite still having an ongoing lawsuit with the NFL. In the quick hits, we get off into Jawan Howard having to smack somebody over a bad call at the end of the game. Don't forget the sneaker rundown, the game show, and shout-outs. Episode 69 of the Hit Men Podcast coming in in full effect. Thomas gonna stay around hating on Mike. You feel me? That's just the type of stand power we got, dog. Whenever y'all hit an MVP chant, you already know what's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. It's the Hit Men Podcast, live and in full effect. Chris you know checking what? in. I got my partner in here, man. We live and direct from Trillwalkie, Milwaukee, whatever you want to call it. It's cold as hell. I done brought this boy from down south. My brother KD from the Three Ish Podcast. What's the word, bro? How you hey, feeling? Hey, what it do, man? It's your boy DJ Kid, no I in the middle, aka KD on the ones and twos. Hey, man, I'm finally in here with the with the Hitman Podcast, man. Blessed with my boy C Dow to be in here, man. Let's get it going. Let's talk some noise, man. I'm ready to talk that shit. Let's go. Blessed to have you. Blessed for you to be out here, man. I know this is not typically what you're used to. Facts. This weather, you feel me? Not at all. Bro, y'all from can Texas. tell from my partner from down south, you feel me? From the, what they call it? The uh, Triple D. You feel me? You feel me? That Triple D. You hear me? I nah, make sure yeah. I had it right. I got a game show question for you later. It involves oh, man. the boys. I'm gonna take it easy on you. You know what I'm okay. saying? You first timer, but I appreciate you tapping in, man. Facts, facts, facts. Appreciate um, you having me. Appreciate you having me. For those that don't know, man, the Three Ish Podcast is super dope. Shout out to uh, Katie's co-host Barrett. Hey, shout out to D, my my boy C. Big Bag B and my girl Vitamin C, man. Holla at him. You feel me? Make sure y'all tap into them, man. Um, they on the same social media platforms, the same streaming platforms that we are. 
But it's a dope show. It's a dope show. I tap appreciate in every that. single appreciate week. That, I'm gonna continue to support it. Super fire. They go through everything. Sports, drama, pop culture, relationships, love, situations, everything. Sips. You name it, we there. It's lit. It's lit, man. Um, what's up, bro? I know you probably gonna be double dipping. You doing two pods in a week. You probably one of the hardest working men in podcasting this week. I'm bro. one of the hardest working men in show business, I think, man. Straight you know, up I'm, and down. I'm always trying to get I'm always trying to get some work in, but I, this ain't work to me, bro. This this ain't work. This fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is I'm getting the vibe with my brother, man. I've been waiting to get in the lab with you for a minute, man. We talked about it for a while, you know what I mean? I just hope you don't get on here with no bullshit and start talking about my boys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna say that for another episode. You feel me? I ain't gonna do you like that while you came out there on me. You feel me? Let me make it. Before we get off into the show, man, cause we got a ton to talk about. Um, we recording this one nine nine thirty in Milwaukee. Um, Friday, we typically come out earlier in the week, but I wanted to make sure I had my dog on. So I'm glad to have you on. But before we get off into it, um, we wanna let y'all know that we everywhere that podcast live. Y'all know. The usual spiel, we everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all of that. Huh. Make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag, the hitmanpodcast at gmail.com. To this day! Don't forget to tap in on the socials. You already know the deal. It's at hitmanpodcast, at label and all. Why you here, Brody? What's your, tell them where your tags is at. What can they find Hey, y'all? man, y'all can catch us on social media, man. Uh, look us up, the www.the3ish. Three ish podcast, you know what I mean. Uh, we're on all of your platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. Anywhere you can find us, man. I'm on Twitter at KD underscore Robinson. Follow my boy Big Bag B, my girl Vitamin C, the No Rules Media Group. Man, we out here. Yes, sir. Y'all see, I, I I be having the media train pit bulls on you my feel on me. my squad. I don't have nobody you coming up here stuttering Stanley all of that. Nah, we dog. get right to the bag. Speaking again to the bag, y'all know how we started off each and every week. Y'all know how we get down to the timelines. The Ooh, wow, the bell. All Star Weekend came and went, bro. Fast as hell. Came and went. Huh? <laughs> it was cut, bro. Hold on, let me. I want to know who's on the committee for deciding where the All Star game is every year, bro. Isn't isn't uh, Salt Lake next year? Whose idea was this, man? Cleveland. I wish I had the the Joaquin Noah joint. <laughs> right, right, right. The speech. You feel me? Hey, um, man, don't get it twisted. Cleveland is a great city, man. Cleveland is is a, is a working town. It's it's a great city. You know what I'm saying? They got some great people there. But it's cold as hell. Who wants to go to the NBA All Star game in the fucking cold? I didn't even know if it was none of the freaks, the layover freaks from the Super Bowl <laughs> that caught that flight out to Cleveland. You feel what I'm talking about? <laughs> Nevertheless, though, it came and went, man. Um, I said this on a on a show before, like, I always tend to have to clean my palate after every dunk contest. Oh my I always God. gotta go back and watch the 2000 joint. Like it's the only one. You feel me? Because that's like the Mona Lisa dunk contest Bro, at this that, point. That dunk contest like set the bar so high for everything that came after it, bro. And this year's dunk contest, the bar was set so low. They was going in on it. <laughs> the announcer, D-Wade, Reggie Miller, they was going in on it for two days straight. Bro, when the All-Star game came left. out. When they did the All-Star game, they were still going in on it. I would have took this dunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Bro, it was horrible. Like Who won? Who was in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Obi, uh, Obi, uh, Obi, 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 Obi. Right now the Knicks and Heat going on. Um, the Heat up by twelve in the Garden on the Knicks. But shout out to Obi Topper for being the 2022 
um, NBA All Star. What is it? What's it sponsored by now? I don't even remember. Is it Kia? No, it is Kia. I don't know. One of them ruffles. Anyway, Obi Toppin won. <laughs> he beat uh, Cole Anthony. Bro, look at the names we talking I'm about, to do bro. It off the top of the head, Cole Anthony was in. Jalen Green might have been in. But look, look at what we having a stretch for names. What happened to the day when the superstars of the league was in the was in the dunk contest? I used to, I'm, I'm, I'm used to growing up on watching Jordan, Sean Kemp, huh? Dominique huh? Wilkins, all of the dogs, Larry Nance, Kenny Skywalker, like these guys who were real life dunkers being a dunk contest. Like Jay Rich, Jr. You Ryder, feel me? Come on, Her man. Song. You hear me? Uh, this new age is like now you got to go down the roster and find the 12th man who don't hoop who gets no minutes i'm gonna go be in the dunk contest so i can either make a fool of myself or make a name of myself in the last 5 10 15 years they've been making asses out but of then me. when the stretch run come back on you don't see them hitting no threes playing no defense nothing all you see them doing maybe catching lives but i don't know man i just it came and went like you said three-point contest they probably should put that at the end nowadays even though they don't even seem like that's the highlight of the headline event i forgot what i i didn't forget let me cut the music off real quick tell me what you think of this and i don't want to speed past it so look i got a way to fix the all-star game okay i'm I'm ready because a lot of people were saying that they don't really like the new format they trying to Tweak it too much. Not that they don't like it. It's just too many changes too fast. Okay. So, boom. You do the skills challenge, right? Agreed. Okay. You do the three-point contest. For the dunk contest, you do a pair. Okay. You do an NBA dunker, and you do one of the... And you do one of the... New age dunkers, the influencer dunkers. So a lot of time when you check out the dunk contest, you go back and now you see Instagram clips, you see TikTok clips, a dude's off the street that's doing crazy dunk contest stuff. So you either pair it off or you do how, remember America's Best Dance Crew, Jabberwockies and all of that? They get like a YouTube dunker to be their coach. You feel me? Okay. And then you know how they used to do like, all right, we're going to do a dance based off of this and then they come and remix it. So boom. They, they show you the dunk that they the looking for, and then boom, they come out. Because it gives the crowd a preview of the dunk. Facts. And then they actually doing some off-the-wall shit as opposed to just some, I'm going to think of something off the head, right? So that's how you cap out the dunk contest. But okay. here's, the, here's the kicker. So boom. And I know you want to get off into all-star snubs, and this is where it kind of gets go into that. crazy. So boom, at the end of the night, obviously, whoever was made an all-star at this point, they've been announced. You feel me? Facts. But instead of doing the draft before All-Star, because all of the All-Stars are going to be out there Saturday night. None of them are really competing per se. Only a few of them. You take the two captains and you pick live in the arena. That would be dope. You get all the players on all the All-Stars that was named. So we pick it five on five at the park. But you you do it live at the the beginning. Maybe either at the beginning of of the night or you do it after the dunk contest. And that you get the live reaction of who picks who. Because imagine if James Harden would have got picked last for the because he got picked last, <laughs> right? De facto, didn't nobody pick him. But right. imagine he gets picked last in the arena. You feel what I'm saying? The the, the reaction. That reaction. I got you. I got you feel you. me? It's almost like a game show. Like I, Price is Right when that. I you dig feel? That. I dig that. The only thing I'm gonna like, 
I'm not a fan of the whole draft for the for the All Star. I'm not either. Like, we here now though. We here now, right? You go back me? to the old East versus West. Go back to the you know what I'm saying. Nigga. I I think I don't think we gonna get back to like the dunk contest is gonna be trash until we get the stars in the dunk contest until we get. Folks who you really looking for seeing, like, put Jai in the dunk contest. Put Aunt Edwards in the dunk but contest. How, though? But, but how, though? You have to make it more appealing to them guys. But like, back in the- How, though? Stay, stay there, though. Because I, I know how to I do it. I, how I know you, how to do it. How, how we do it, then? You what, know what how to do, do it. Got to get some money involved. A meal. Got to get some money involved. You know it got to be million. some money. You, you, you're a wrestling fan, right? Of course. So, what was the number- What Back in the day when you was a shorty, what made the match mean something? A lot of matches. Yeah, the title hanging from it. Got to so be hang, something gotta up there. Got to have some fruit. Got to have some briefcase, hanging some bread. Yes, sir. Not a match. With all put, these... a meal, put a meal. You get Ja. Yep. You get, um, what's what's bro name? Uh, going bananas. Going bananas on the dunks. Charlotte. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. You get Anthony Edwards. I, I like Ant Edwards. And you go get, I always want to see Russ. I always want to see Russell in a dunk contest, but he might be past him now. It might be past. Go get, time. go get one more, go get one more Skywalker, uh, and you put a meal on the line. Who would you go get? Who's that for, Skywalker? Go get though. Who, who, who you think about? Who? That that'll be another. We have to question that one for no. We have to table that one. But that that's that's. You got to incentivize it some kind of way, man. Like there's a million dollars. But that that's well, I agree with that. So you do, so you do it, so you do it how they do it. Whatever the telethon situation was, right. we just spitballing, giving all the free shit out to the NBA. <laughs> and I know we got some folks that work for the NBA that listen to this They gonna be listening show. to this shit. You know, you know how you used to do telethon? Call in, we done raised, blase, blase. We up to 20,000, we at 40,000. Right, right, 35, right. 45, 55, 55, you know what I'm saying? 75, 45, 85, 75, sold uh, to the man with the braids and the We had a million dollars. Facts. We had a million. All the fucking sponsors, they got sponsoring the All-Star game, bro. We Kia a definitely thought, Taco Bell will throw a million dollars out there. What we doing? Um, up, up, What's Bruh, come on, we're gonna we're gonna do a million dollar purse, and we're gonna match a million for the winning charity. I, I'm with that, I, bro. That's that's it right there. That. You can't beat that, right? Two mil. You can't beat that. I'm with only it. former champions as the judges. I don't want you feel me, Candid. No disrespect <laughs> to Candace Parker. No disrespect <laughs> to Chene. D Wade up there as the Russian judge never competed in a dunk contest. Never was in a dunk contest, but you judging a dunk but contest. But you judging a dunk Come on contest. Now. You don't Come know what it takes to win no dunk contest, man. So that's 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 just a couple of my ideas of how I would fix it. Do the right. live draft. They like already that. got like jerseys. It. You got jerseys made up for either color, just right. in case. All right, I thought I was going this way. No, nah, you for sure going that way. way. Right, it's right. cool. We got you over there already. And we'll like be for real. Y'all don't when they do all-star practice, they're not practicing with the team. They like, just sitting there talking they shit. They just hooping, talking shit. So yeah, bro. Another takeaway that came out of All-Star was I guess everybody kind of got a hard on for LeBron, like working the media. You feel me? Oh, I would love to come back to Cleveland. Oh, if Bronny got drafted, what to do Cleveland, you expect? Back he's doing here. exactly what he's supposed to do. You know what this is? LeVar Ball 2.0? You know what this is? What? I don't know y'all can't see it, but I got my palm up. You know what this is? This is them hey, have, out, yeah, of the out of the palm of my hand. But they've been doing that since 2003. This man had. This, Come on, man. This man be having the game on, but the NBA on lock. Like, That's too telegraphed, though. You can't see that coming from a million miles away, man. Bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Cleveland already, they going to tank now. Everybody's going to be hurt. They're going to start resting Jared Allen. Kevin Love is going to get a mild illness, and he going to be out for, bro. It's, 
What you think about what you think about the seventy five player joint when uh, <laughs> KG wouldn't give Ray Allen no doubt? <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get back to that age of basketball. Let me let me get, give a round of applause for KG. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to that part of basketball, man. I bet did you, I want to see basketball get back to the Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan beef. Nah, we ain't cool with Ray Allen. We'll take a picture with him just to save face, but nah, we is not cool. Let's get back to that basketball. While we on the subject, how you feel about these old niggas? Gang banging. <laughs> Look, Snoop got on stage. Big C. Big C. Rip, 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 rip. You know what Snoop is, dog. KG, you know what you get KG, with when they announced his name for the 75, he threw a big vice lord. <laughs> you know where that man from. Paul Pierce throwing big Sue. Come like. on, man. <laughs> these, these guys, they, hey. <laughs> That's what they fast what it is, man. These y'all know y'all on TV. These young right? guys are punks, though. Nah, I'm done. I'm not gonna Y'all say know that, y'all on man. TV though, right? They don't care. <laughs> bro. they don't they done made their money. I ain't ain't none of them got no TV contract right now. They living their life. Hey. Paul Pierce just a few months ago was just getting drunk and showing hoes on the Instagram. I thought he was gonna be on Triller. Like ASAP, <laughs> right after that. I did. <laughs> Everything about that, everything about that screen. Bro, you I'm got all the media marketing. You got all the media market right now. You know exactly where it's Whoop, going. Man. <laughs> My dog be on this shit, man. Hey, if y'all not fucking with the the most valuable podcast, man, if y'all not on this hit man shit, man, y'all need to get with it. My dog be in here really getting to the work, man. Into the podcast. <laughs> Facts. Carl Anthony Towns won a three point championship three-point contest and he was throwing up threes all weekend after that and then <laughs> right now i guess they playing the sixes we're gonna get off into it james harden's debut tonight uh and they getting paintbrushed after he claimed he's the best <laughs> big man shooter in the nba they getting fucking molly whopped <laughs> why, why is there a seven in foot in the, why is there a seven foot in the three-point contest again why you care that much about shooting when you a big man when you anyway? seven feet tall bro right. but all right but be bro. seven be seven feet tall in the 90s if you don't get your big stupid ass down there on the blocks and turn around and dunk on somebody imagine being that tall and not and not <laughs> going to the league like imagine walking up on walking up on somebody like that tall in the grocery store talking about paper or plastic <laughs> but that's a nigga that working best buy in dallas i swear to god this nigga 16. imagine imagine being in jersey we was in jersey a couple weeks ago yes, I told you, you can't pump your own gas in jersey imagine somebody that tall walking up on you talking about <laughs> cash or credit for your gas <laughs> Bro, you fucking tall for no reason. <laughs> Why are you here, nigga? Like, imagine ha- now. Nah, imagine being that tall and not going to the league. Imagine you the nigga that's six nine, six ten, seven feet, and you don't go to the league. You got to spend your whole life explaining why. <laughs> why it didn't happen, bro? You automatically look like a basketball player. They, uh, you are. Bro, who do you play for? You automatically gonna look like you supposed to be an athlete, Working and then the you don't play for nobody. We doing too much. <laughs> hey, but anywho, back to the All Star. Back shit. to the game. So, <laughs> biggest takeaway from the All Star weekend: Steph Curry finally got that All Star MVP. Finally got All Star MVP. Was going galactic from the three. Set the set the record that was set by Clay a couple years ago, 2017. I think he set the record. Steph turned around and set the new record. Had a 50 burger in the All Star game. Bro, that man different. That, that I'm talking about not just a regular 50 burger, like like a 50 burger that a 50 burger with cheese, 
extra bacon. A one on one. Like putting extra shit on it. Like Girl, jalapenos, avocados. <laughs> Just to do it. <laughs> Hitting I, logo three after logo three. Bruh. Turn not turn even turn watching around. the ball. Asking the crowd, yo, did it go in? Bruh. I bet I'm back this way. Bro, this dude is ridiculous. Bro, I've I've never seen a shooter like this, bro. And I've been watching a lot of basketball a lot of my life. I've never seen anybody shoot the basketball. And it, he he looks like he throwing the ball. He don't like his form to me ain't even that great. It just looked like he throwing the ball up, bro. Who's the most valuable player of the NBA? Not in the NBA, of the NBA. We talking about how many years? It's not the seventy five years, seventy five greatest players. The most important, the most impactful, Kareem for the color barrier, like fighting, fighting social injustice. Bill Russell for all the rings. Jordan for revolutionizing the game. Kobe, Mama mentality. Steph Curry. This is this is Allen Iverson. It's gonna be a tough one. And I, Steph Curry is up there. Steph Curry definitely. The game up. is played the way it is now because, because of, of him and only. Because of him. Bro, you got everybody wanting to shoot the three because of Steph Curry. Everybody. Buddy Hill, Trey Young. Bro, it, Carl Anthony Towns. Everybody. <laughs> he changed the game. Bro, bro. everybody wants to And then, you know, you could remember, like, back in the day with football. If you catch the football over somebody, you got... They, you that was a, that that word became an action. Like, bro. you knew what happened when you got mossed. Bro. Now, when little kids shooting threes, what are they saying? Curry. Curry! Oh, step back, hit him when with the throw, step. When you used to throw anything in the garbage can, you shoot it in the garbage can, it's what? It's Kobe. Kobe? No, nope, it's not that no more. It's Steph, Curry, every kid want to wear number 30. That's influence, though. That That's ain't even right. just basketball. That's influence. Like, But you got but you got to be good to get that influence, though. Like, you got to have something special. Like, anybody who's ever had that type of influence on to transcend from sports to pop culture they had to have something special randy moss was special he was a different kind of character ai special jordan special like everybody that we named that has like something that attached to them that goes from their sport to transcending them to be like supernatural bro like there's something special about them Steph special bro Steph with, is special with the way things are shaking out he set the three-point record this year all time he won the All-Star Game MVP. Facts. Things go a certain way. He could end up with the league MVP. Facts. Draymond come back look, full look, health. I, I see where you're going with Draymond this, Draymond come back at full strength, and they clicking on all cylinders. Clay get his men's restriction off. They could wind up with a championship. This could, probably, this could potentially be the most star-crossed NBA season for any player ever. And that's why I say, like, who's the most valuable player to the NBA? Because you could argue Magic and Larry. You could argue Kareem, you could argue Mike, you could argue Iverson, you could argue uh, Kobe, you could argue LeBron, you could argue Steph Curry. But right now, just, and you could call it recency bias if right. you want to, but I don't give a damn. Like, but you can't say nothing about Steph. The, the hole that Steph got on the game right now is crazy. We talking about like the king of kings. Like when you say something special, this is the most, the most specialist. you ever seen. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, Super yeah. casafragilistic <laughs> of right, all of that right. stuff. That shit, that shit because special. no, like, you in the and what I'm saying is in the grand scheme of things, in a certain frame of mind, like you can see yourself doing what LeBron does. If I was six eight, at some point you can see us. You've always want to see yourself dunk, tomahawk right. dunk, just like impose your presence. Facts. That man some, impact the game from thirty feet. <laughs> you know what that? You know I'm gonna I'm take it even further. That's the comparison. Like going back to the comparison with football, 
with him having that type of range, that's like a moss. That's like <laughs> just a receiver. Throw, just throw a it receiver, up. A receiver that takes the top off the defense. Yeah. They open up. You a, feel me? A different level of Because I can level. shoot from anywhere. That means you got to guard me from anywhere. And you got to have somebody on me. If The way Golden State been moving the ball, they used to move the ball back in the championship days. If, if you got to guard me 35 feet out, even if you a center. <laughs> bro, listen to, what we, listen to what we saying, bro. And, you got to guard this man 35 look, feet though, away from the cup. You have to. Not, it's an option. You, you have, have to. Bro, it is a must. You have to I'm that much of a threat from out this way. Yeah. Okay. So he is a dog, bro. If we're going to go with revolutionary players who transcended the game, I, I'm going to say for me in my timeline from me watching basketball, of course, I'm going to say Michael Jordan number one. For sure. And the reason why I say Michael Jordan number one is because, like, I don't feel like anybody in that era took over basketball the way Michael Jordan did. In the fourth quarter, if the Bulls were up or down, you knew who was getting the ball. In a real way. You knew three minutes, less than four minutes left, every offensive possession, you knew that ball was going to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Regardless of whether they were up, they were down, they were trying to come back, they were trying to stretch the lead, that ball was going into the hands of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He was taking over the and there was weekend too, bro, by the way. That boy was on Mary J. He was on off bumper. <laughs> <laughs> they, told, they told him that Zeke had passed, and he was just letting her know that we hey, was they told, take they him told with the Zeke, you're not, you're not 19, you're 23. <laughs> and Mike was like, no, Zeke said, <laughs> so this is going to mess up my draft. Nah. <laughs> now, anywho, I'm going to say Michael Jordan, number one. Um, as much as I want to say LeBron, bro, I feel like we've seen a LeBron type of player before. We, yeah. saw, we saw Larry some, Johnson. Some, some, right, some some rendition of it. We Zion, saw Zion was being compared as the new age version of that. We're going to compare Zion to, to Greg Oden right now. That's what we're going to do. Because until he get off them flats, like we can't do nothing with him. Like, it's, it's our potential right now. I got something to ask you about that too. But but to your point, we've never seen nothing like Steph Curry. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing. Reggie Miller, but Reggie Miller was the dog, was the killer when it came to three pointers back in the nineties. Reggie Miller was that guy. Yeah, and I think Steph I think Steph Curry make Reggie Miller almost look average. They both cold blooded though. Steph a different type of cold, bro. You think anybody gonna touch him in your lifetime? I don't think I'll see it. If I do see we it, really, I would be surprised. We're really spoiled, though. Absolutely. We came in the golden age of basketball, and we've seen Absolutely. Reggie Miller, Ray Allen. We're seeing Steph Curry, living in Steph Curry. We're seeing Michael Jordan. Yes. I think I think you and I was a little too early for the bad Magic boy. and yeah, the bad boys. We came right on the back end. We of came stuff. in the perfect time. But listen, bro, speaking of Zion, um, before we get out of the NBA BAMs, I want to talk hard, and I want to talk uh, ben Simmons. Okay. We're going to be in the building. You know what I'm saying? That yes, game. sir. Yes, sir. Philly, Philly and, uh, Boston. Philly and yes, that's influence. Yeah. 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 They heard you right. Yeah. We will be yeah. in the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> anywho, anywho. Y'all should have seen the Kevin Hart jacket flap I just gave <laughs> when he did that. Like the, how you, I, I, I was listening to Bill Simmons and he put it plainly. He said, we seen the last of Zion in New Orleans. I don't know if you heard about the the season ticket email and the pamphlet they put out. No, but you know they they obviously yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get those season tickets in rotation for the following season. Right. When they sent out the media packet for it, 
it highlighted Brandon Ingram, okay. Giannis Valanciunas, and CJ McCollum. Everybody. They don't even mention Zion Man. at all. And he's supposed to be the cornerstone of the franchise of the team. That, How that, many games have he played again? Do you think Zion has played? <laughs> true or false? True or false? This is not the game show, but true or false? Do you think Zion has played uh, 100 games in his NBA career? No. Zion has played 85 games right. since he joined the NBA. And that's what, three years? Three years. That's three, years that's three games over a full season. In three years. The timetable for his injury keeps getting further and further and out. Getting further and further out. We starting to relive the situation where nobody knows where he is. He was in Portland, went to Nike headquarters to work out. Then he was in New Orleans. Then he was back in uh, South Carolina with his family. No, But nobody's seen him. Nobody, And when I say nobody's seen him, nobody knows how much. Nobody can attest to how much he weighs, how the injury is coming along. At least with KD, when they asked him, like, yo, what's up with the injury? Can you tell us about the injury? He's like, nah. You can't even ask Zion. He's like a ghost now. And now, and and the thing is, like, CJ even came out and said, "Since I've been traded, I ain't talked to I ain't talked to bro at all." You feel me? That's hard to process. But the biggest indictment was when you know they send this stuff out, and he's supposed to be on the front page of that joint, and he's not even mentioned. It's over. The writing on the wall. It's over. The writing on the wall. One time All Star though. Last year he was averaging twenty six and seven. I think he was, and I think he was an All Star just off of face. I don't really think that you didn't buy him as a contender. You didn't buy him as a threat. Not yeah. even a contender as a threat. Not at all. Not at all. Fair enough. I, I I didn't, and I still. I guess I'm still like trying to figure out. Zion is a huge buy. Like he's a supernatural freak. Like the talent, his his I'm not gonna say talent. His physical, his athleticism, his physical abilities are like crazy. Word. But that's it. Like what basketball wise, skill, what skill set in basketball? What does he do great? What does he do well? His footwork ain't great. His mid-range jumper ain't good. He doesn't do well in the post. He does well. Doing what? Getting in transition, jumping over people, beating you down the court, catching lobs. Like he ain't he ain't backing nobody down, making no post moves, getting to the rack. His first NBA minutes, I was at the summer league game when when it was packed, and I seen. To answer your question, I saw what it was. He imposes his physicality, elbow, physical, big dude, turn big country dude, to the rim, boom, like like a compact shot. But you did that in the summer league. When you get to the real NBA, the 82 game NBA, you're not the only person that can do that. When you get to this league, it's a hundred other motherfuckers that can do the same thing that and you the, can do. And New Orleans' problem last year was the fact that they would be competitive in games and then they fall off the tracks in the fourth quarter. The last five, last seven minutes of the game, they they running around like they don't know what to do. They gassed. And, and that's one of them things where I can feel like that. I feel like that plays an influence on maybe his decision making as of late. We all know like what happens when it comes to attrition if you're not taking care of your body in the NBA. Facts. We all know Zion Williamson ain't really been on no heavy like training regimen, diet Facts. regimen. So Facts. you feel me? It is what it is. But it's all but done over there. And Agreed. We've been hearing rumors that he wanted out of there so he can get to a bigger market from the jump. You know what I'm saying? So the reason I thought that that was important to talk about was now we transitioning into a situation with James Harden and Ben Simmons. James Harden came out in press conference and said, 
Philly was his number one choice the entire time. He lying. <laughs> he lying. They gotta say with it. They they gotta get the the clickbait going. You you, you gotta get the media to bite like whatever the media wants to hear, whatever they want to bite on, you got to give them a little something to let them bite on it a little bit. And and what what was he supposed to say? Oh, I really didn't want to come to Philly. I wanted to stay in Brooklyn. I wanted to go. No, he's supposed to say, oh, you know what? I've always wanted to come Why to Philly. Why do you think he wanted to go to Brooklyn in the first place? Don't don't say the obvious answer to win the championship. Why Brooklyn of all places? Because we are living in like, we're watching like the worst attempt at a super team ever. So, on both sides of the spectrum, and on the east point, side and the west and side. And to that point, I have to give LeBron credit <clears throat> because he probably in his back of his mind, like, yeah, yeah, you niggas thought it was this was <laughs> as easy as it seemed. I'm just picking all the best players, and it's just supposed to fall into place. Right. Obviously, you seeing that that's not the case. Like, Fact. it takes there's some type of management, some, some type kind of, of continuity. Yeah, that has to come into place um, in order for that to click, in order for that to live up to his expectations, but. Harden said he always wanted to be in Philly the whole time. But the reports are coming out that Embiid wanted Bradley Beal. Up until Bradley Beal opted for surgery and was like, I'm done for the season. Right. So now it's like, damn, we got to do something to save face. Right, right, right. Because I look stupid if if the reports come out that I'm pushing for Beal because he said he thought Beal was a better fit. And me personally, I think so too. Don't get it twisted. I tend to agree with you. But my thing is now, like, did you think Bradley Beal, do you think Bradley Beal was going to be the piece that, that Philly needed to win a championship? Or is James Harden a better piece than Bradley Beal? Because on paper, Bradley, on paper, James Harden is a better piece. I think you is could Is a better fit is the difference. I think you could have gotten a somewhat of a better fit and not have to give up as much if you would have got Bradley Beal. You would have been able to keep a lot more of your young core. You wouldn't have had to give those up and you would have still got an alternate scoring option with Bradley Beal. Plus, you know Bradley Beal's already been in a situation where he had to kind of play the Robin role. So he wouldn't necessarily come in um, overtaking the ball or having to necessarily have the ball in his hand. He's already been used to kind of like playing the, the complimentary role to a superstar. So I think he would have like rolled right into that and still been able to get his shit off. You get what I'm saying? Damn, you're, you're a damn good podcaster. Bro. I mean, bro, I do this shit. I do this shit. But that's, that's sports, just, though. I mean, but, but that's just, sports, but though. But you like, introduced another thought into my head I wasn't thinking about. You know what Bradley Beal could use right now? Because they, <laughs> he was leading the league in scoring, and they was last place in the NBA last year. Some help? Not just, be specific, not just any help. You know who could help him right now? Who is that? The go who, who, go who's, say it. The who's not playing right now? Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. I want you to say it. John Wall. John Wall. John <laughs> fucking Wall, bro. John Wall. Ain't that crazy? But he need it. Ain't that like, crazy, though? He, he need that. Think about that. Ain't that crazy? I wouldn't even own that, but isn't that crazy to think about? Bro. I mean, some players are like the it guy, and some players are like the compliment guy. Do you think Scottie Pippen would have been a great number one player anywhere else outside of Chicago? Do you think he would have been a number one player? Do you think you could have built Not a franchise? Not long term. He, think- was number, he was a number one 94. He was an MVP candidate uh, the year Mike was gone. 94. Why? With a team that Jordan had already built. You, done all, yeah. all, you know what to do with this team. I've showed you what to do with this team for the past five, six years. Yeah. You know exactly what to do he with wasn't them. Even, he wasn't the number one in Portland. Arguable, he was the number one in... 
Houston. Portland, that was Rasheed's team. Yeah, she dang. Houston, um, who was in Houston? Barkley, a large one. Barkley. But it's still Hakeem team. It's still the dream team. Yeah. It's still the dreams team. Yeah. I mean, you get him there, but it's still the dreams team. But I say right. that like Scottie Pippen was the perfect, <clears throat> in my opinion, Scottie Pippen was the perfect like wingman for a superstar. Cause he didn't demand having the ball in his hands. But once your superstar is off of the floor and you needed somebody to take control of the ball, you needed somebody who could score, who could, you know, make things happen. Pippen was perfect for that. One million percent. One million. I mean, he was he was that, but without Jordan. I don't feel like he could have been that by himself. I feel like he needed that to take the light off of him and then I can come in the back door and I can shine. I feel that same kind of way about Bradley Beal. I, I might be crazy for saying this. I actually feel that same kind of way about CJ McCullough. I think yeah. that CJ gonna get to New Orleans. You gonna see a different side of CJ now because he's a vet. He get to like kind of school these young boys up and kind of like show them um, like how to build continuity with a team, I guess. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like you're gonna get a scoring god over there when you get to when you get to New Orleans. Yeah, that, he gonna put it on Ingram. Josh, Ingram, it's still Ingram's team. Yeah, Josh yeah. Hart, all them guys. You, you well, he's in, he's in uh, Portland now. Josh Hart. I mean, not uh, he got traded for CJ. I'm thinking Jackson the, uh, Hayes. Jackson Hayes, 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 big dude. So look, do you think that? James Harden is the piece that's gonna put Philly over the top to at least get them to the finals. I ain't gonna say win it to get them to the finals. The East ain't the East ain't weak. The East kind of tough. Uh, you you still gotta look at you look at Miami. You still gotta look at Miami. You still gotta look at the shot. The shot. You st you still once gotta they get Lonzo, once they get Caruso, once, once they, they get, get their healthy. rotation straight, and Demar Derozan's on tear right now. He he's second. I think he has the second highest record in Bulls history for I think it's eight straight games now with 35 points or more um that's crazy but they getting that's they be they, they're getting forgotten about because the Bucks are streaking Philly's on a tear and everybody's attention is diverted because of Harden joining Philly and like you said Miami they got hero they just did they just beat the Knicks a second ago bro they was up by 20 last we saw you but like me? one through five in the east is like they they not not nothing to play with. I think that was a great. I think the the James Harden and Ben Simmons trade was probably one of the trades that I was probably one of the only trades I've seen in a long time that could work out great for both teams. Like it could be very beneficial for both teams. Now you're not expecting Ben Simmons to have to step out and shoot that jumper anymore now because you got shooters around him. You got people who he can create shots for and not have to create shots for himself or not have to find a shot for himself. He can get to the cup, draw a double team and kick the ball out, or he can get to the basket and score, which we know he can do very well. On paper. Philly just 30 ball Minnesota tonight. Mind you, it's, it's Minnesota, but we talking about KD got to be back, and not just be back, but got to be, be right. He got to be KD. He got to be a hundred. He got to be a hundred. You feel me? Seth Curry got to be a hundred. Ben Simmons, with even without shooting, got to be one hundred. Because it wasn't just he wouldn't take the three now when he was in Philly. Right. He didn't want no parts of them free throws, no clutch <laughs> free throws at all. You like it, you you would have had to you'd have been hard pressed to say who didn't want who didn't want no parts of free throws last year. Giannis or Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons. And in the clutch, he gave up a dunk, bro. And it, I think I think the reason that people go in on the dunk so much 
it's not just about the dunk it's the impact that it would have had, had the right, building right, right. in that arena you know what I'm saying like in that series that, got that dunk would have got them the energy that and everybody needed, knows it. It that's around. what the crowd was looking for he passed it he went the complete opposite direction when they was ready to explode it's almost like he was like damn we don't have no answer now but now you don't fall but in Brooklyn now you don't force him to have to make that decision because guess who you got? You get guess who you got who you can rely on to make that decision now. You got Kyrie Irving with the ball in his hands. You got Kevin Durant. You got the Durantula out there. On paper. I, I, but you on paper. On the court, you know them boys. Those two are killers. On paper. Right? I'm the, we can you. say that. We can say the same thing about Philly. I, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant played 16 games together <laughs> and with three and 13 and was three and 13 <laughs> this is the worst this worse than the 04 lakers Bro. you remember that peyton carl malone shaq and kobe all them dudes was 40 man so what so what <laughs> so what dog this the worst this is the worst one and when you really think about the like the the history of this I wouldn't be surprised 20 years from now if KD get up in front of a podium and said, if I had to do it all over again, I would have stayed in Golden State. One, three, more rings. That but, boy stay in Golden State. We might not be talking about another NBA team. You know what it's about, though? I'm listening. When they won back-to-back championships, mm-hmm. who was the finals MVP? Ah, yeah, think about it. KD was the second time, wasn't he? He was back-to-back finals MVP. But why, though? It should not have been him, though. Right, but you see how you had to think about it? Who team is that? That's Steph Curry team, of course. You, you see how you didn't have to think about that? Right, fast. That's, that's the thing. That's what happened. I agree. That's I what you. happened. He wanted it to be his team. That's what happened. Do you think Brooklyn is his team? That's what happened. <laughs> you like just, that. you, you I feel me? You. I got you. I got that's you. That's why, that's a big part of the reason why James left. He oh, I always wanted to be in Philly. That's brand new. That's brand new news because you would have never thought that. But what were the reports last year when KD was out? Oh, Kyrie Harden, was hurt. James Harden. Who was yeah. the unquestioned leader of the team? Oh, yeah, James Harden. Of course. Of course, again, they gotta have that clickbait. But do you do you think Philly's his team? I don't think that it it will never be. That's what I'm saying. That's why this shit sounds so crazy when he go I always wanted to be in Philly because it will never be his team. It's never gonna be his city. Facts. It's never gonna be his arena. Facts. You know where his arena's at? He Oklahoma, left that two Oklahoma teams ago. City. Oklahoma City. Three teams ago. Or Houston. <laughs> My God, this shit matters, bro. It matters to these players because a lot of times. He won an MVP before Chris Paul got there. Facts. But what's the what's the narrative now? What's the narrative now? The only reason y'all didn't win was because Chris Paul got hurt. That's the truth. Is thing. this Chris Paul's team or is this my team? That is the truth. You feel what I'm saying? I, I dig that. I dig it. But God so, dang. It, it, it means a lot, bro. It do. It, do. it means true a lot. Statement, true statement. True statement. True statement. So for me, I, I'm, I'm hoping for... I, I will always say Philly won the trade. Okay. No matter what people say, no matter what people see in the Cause potential you, Cause of, you're getting a certified killer. Not even that. You turned a nigga that wasn't playing into James Harden. That's it. But you also, but you also take um you give up 
Drummond, who was your extra big man to come on, get you some extra rebounds, get you a couple of fouls here and there, maybe eight points. And you give up your your off the bench shooting with with Steph and your veteran leadership also with him being around a few years, knowing how like to to jail um, different lineups on the on the on, in your rotation. So you lose that, and and then you getting nothing for that in return. You turned a nigga <laughs> that wasn't playing into one of the top ten players in on the planet. They're going to always win as far as I'm concerned. I, you make a really valid point. You're not wrong. But what I'm saying is they went through they went through the backups, and we're going to get off this in a second, but they went through the backup big men. That's a luxury for them. They don't right. need that. They, they had Dwight Howard. They had Andre Drummond. I get you. You feel me? That. They I did that. Embiid done proven he can stay healthy. He can, he can, he can go the long haul. I think – the Seth Curry part of the situation is the biggest blow, but when you have an MVP candidate, when you have a former MVP playing with you, you can attract shooters from anywhere. So if it's not this year, if it's not buyout, they were really have they were heavily. But it's in. it's win or bust right now though. They were heavily in on Dragons before the Nets end up scooping them. But you see right. what it is now? It's an arms race because yeah. they know it's gonna be That'd three be or four teams in the East at the end, and you're gonna have to have that clutch shooting. And I think that. Philly feels like with James Harden, they can play upside down. They can play one way or they can play the other way because they got two dogs that want to win it. They've never won it, but they want to win it. They both done experience heartbreak and they want to win it. So it's going to make for the story. As far as the Nets go, you need Ben Simmons to come out and do what he does well, the best. Which is? Play defense. Okay. And that is in essence what the Nets need because it's the one thing that they were lacking out of a KD okay if you were asked who's the most elite def- who's the best defender on that team you probably say KD in the perfect situation because he's not he's not a consistently great defensive player right but when he does play defense he's very good he's great yeah when he does it and he's seven foot you would never you would never mistake Kyrie for a defensive star <laughs> yeah. ever you feel <laughs> what I'm saying or Seth Curry for that matter or Blake Griffin whenever he decides to get healthy or Andre Drummond if you really want to keep it a buck Come on. he's a he's an offensive beast and he's a he's a hound when it comes to the rebounds but he's never been a big dog defender okay. and that's so that's the one thing they need and it only takes one defender to play elite for that to spread look at what KD was playing elite defense for the Warriors mm. now their whole team is locked in defense you feel what I'm defense saying it's contagious it is contagious so when they do play I expect Philly to win every single game though, with that being said every time they play the regular season whatever divisional round whatever divisional games they got boy you I, is talking that shit right expect, now and I expect them to sweep the Nets if KD's not playing if he's playing then it's gonna be a different story and he has to be that's asking a lot of somebody to come off of a serious injury to come back and be you feel me like the best version of themselves. Ooh, but that's that's saying a lot. Are you sure putting you putting a lot of your eggs in Philly basket, though? I tell you that much. I just think that was an undeniable move, bro. Like I think when they pressed that hard for it, enough to want to give up Seth Curry, and you, I think this Doc's son-in-law. You yeah, feel me? agree, agree. They got to be. God con- damn. They got to be convinced that this is the move, bro. Straight up and down. You think so? Let us know how y'all feeling in the mailbag. Hit us up to hit me in podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the socials. Let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm killing this shit. (laughs) 
I'm on a whole nother level. I got my brother in the building with me, man. Yes, sir. Let's get off into the NFL. Y'all know where it's at. It's only one thing to talk about. Brian Flores, the biggest news of the week out of the NFL, despite having a class action lawsuit out against the NFL and a few of their teams, Brian Flores just got hired. Got hired as one of the, I think he's the defensive coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Pittsburgh Steelers under the big dog. Shout out to the new Mike Tomlin. That's major. That's major. Let's do a round of applause for Mike Tomlin. No, this side is toast and butter on. You feel me? Yes, sir. Did you catch the I Am Athlete interview? Uh, I saw part of it. Brian Flores. I, I saw part of it, bro. I, I really like that platform, and I like the fact that he's using that he's um not not allowing this story to get swept under the rug. Like he he's was making. It, was it was it it was I Am Athlete, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to get yeah, mistaken. Yeah. All right, cool. I right. believe. So. Yeah, but. I think this hiring though, it proves something that Jimmy Johnson said on TV though. More black coaches gotta hire other black coaches. Black GMs. He said it this season? Yeah. Black GMs gotta hire. Like we need more black GMs in order to hire more black coaches. Or we, we need, need more, more black, black coaches. Owners. But you know what? To which we have. But you're but you're not gonna get any black on you're not gonna get black owners like that because this isn't the NFL wasn't built on inclusion. Like it was never built for that. Yeah. It was always, hey, we 32 rich guys. Guess what? We make the goddamn rules. We yeah. can, you know what? They, they a few years, well, I want to say that was Carolina. Whatever team was Carolina, was, Carolina was for sale not too long ago, Puff, right? Puff, Puff and all those other guys were coming together, wanted in. Guess, guess what the good old boy said? <laughs> Negatory. We're not trying to hear that Negatory shit. We're not story. trying to. We we gave you enough voice by allowing you to be players, coaches, and all that. We can't let you into the ownership bracket. We let you into the ownership bracket. Now you've infiltrated every level of the NFL. Word. Now you're not just on the field. Now you're not just in the press boxes. Now your ass is in the owner. You're not just a GM. Now you're in the owner's box. Now we got niggas all the way up top to. Nah. No, sir. We can't do that. We no, sir. We can't allow that. What's the difference between NBA and NFL ownership? Because you got Mike, you got Dwayne Wade now as a minority owner, uh, Utah Jazz. The money. These NBA players was getting two hundred and something million dollars. Right. These NFL players making forty for eight years. You might, if you're a great, if you're a good quarterback, you'll get you a hundred million dollar quarter, a hundred million dollar contract. Maybe a tackle if you stay in the league twenty years. But you're not getting that kind of look who getting million 80, 90. Harrison Barnes got a super max contract three years ago. Harrison Barnes. He did, he did. A super not a max, a super max contract. This bro. is when he was with y'all. When he le- with, with us. A super max contract, bro. We gave this man a That's max contract. Come on, man. So Nigga. like there's there's room for a lot wow. of different people to make money. Wow. Big money in wow, the NBA. So bro. it's easier for like two or three of us to pull together in the NBA and put us put us a little get us somebody to financially back us and say, hey, they'll put up just as much money as we can. Or we can buy ownership stake in these NBA teams. It's a lot easier than the NFL. A whole lot easier. Do you think the Steelers are gonna get booed in every uh every arena they go to? Quietly. In certain corners of the room. Oh, absolutely. Because oh, I was. Absolutely. I don't. I can't, I hate tying ties to Kaepernick because it's two different fights. But it's one of them things where now, like politics, are gonna start to creep back into the game. You feel me? Absolutely. Hey, I, I'm. If you Mike Tom, if you Mike Tomlin though, uh, one, why did it take so long? Two, 
do you feel like this was something that you had to be charged with doing? Because everybody's screaming your Absolutely. name. Absolutely. He, he the only black head And coach. everybody's screaming your name mm-hmm. on every television platform and, and every paper. They saying, if anybody going to do it, he got to be the one to do it. He got to be the first one to do it. Absolutely. I hate that it got to be that way, though. You my dog. You my dog. Facts. My dog, Facts. dog. Facts. I need a job. I got you. But I got some shit going on. I ain't got nothing to do with me. Whatever you got going on against these other teams, you have nothing going on against me and my Pittsburgh Steelers. We are a private entity. So guess what? I can hire you and I don't have to worry about whatever you got going on over there. That's what you got going on what's over the, there. That ain't none of my business. What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing in the world? <laughs> Being tied to some shit that you ain't got Brian nothing to do. Brian Flores, sexual misconduct. Brian Flores, toxic work environment as a head coach in Miami. Brian Flores, gambling scandal. Brian Flores, pistols and cocaine found at his St. Buena Vista uh, of course. estate. Of course. Of course. Why, why Coach Mike Tomlin didn't vet because that's his boy. He didn't have to do no background. Ain't got to. He didn't, he didn't do his Ain't due diligence. This is the NFL. This is real money. You can't just make flip, flip it mistakes and flip Facts. it hires like that. Facts. Urban Meyer just hired a strength coach that was <laughs> a racist. <laughs> Who just got fired from his other job for being a racist. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Bruh, it's, again, it's home it, cooking though. It's the good so, old boy system. My thing is though, Brian Flores had to be squeaky clean, and it took for Mike Tomlin and whoever, not even Mike Tomlin, but but the Rooney family, right. to not be afraid of the fact that you got an ongoing battle with the NFL. Mm-hmm. As an owner in them NFL meetings, like you said, 32, 31 owners pounding the desk. What the fuck is going on with Flores? And you step out of line and turn around and say, nah, we're not on that. I think it's more so about um, for 18, how, how long is he been the coach for 18 years in, in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. You got to think for 18 years, this man has devoted his life to your team, to your building this, this foundation of a team for this particular city. That's fact. In 18 years, he's developed some kind of report with not just the ownership, not just with the players, not just with other coaches, but with that city, with the people that actually make decisions that resonate in that Pittsburgh area. So I feel like this move was not just for um, coaches, but like for that whole area. Like he's showing the city, he's showing black people in that city that, hey, if nothing else, man, look, I'm doing the best that I can in my position and my platform to pull us along, to pull us along. But why did it have to be you? That's what I'm saying. Like we he, said, who we else said, can it we be? Said, we saying the same thing. What you mean? What well, we saying the same thing, but my thing, he came from Belichick. Facts. Come Belichick, man. Belichick is the institution when it comes to head coaching in the NFL, right? Facts. It takes for people to scream Mike Tomlin name day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. You know, like I know, these coaches want a certain person to get a job, they get they're getting that job. Facts, facts. Agreed, a thousand percent. Do you Bill Belichick could have easily jumped out the window. Could have, could have. But why? What you mean? And that and but that's but that's but this is where it gets complex because I came from I came from your crib. Right. I came from your crib. We used to we used to whoop the Steelers together. 
We used to whoop on the Steelers together. And when we got done, you went to your house. And we got rings together. Mm-hmm. You and me got rings together. So when it come down to it, if anybody was looking to, even if it's just self-serving, bump your legacy, I, I put all my guys on. Mm-mm. Even the ones you think didn't deserve to get put on, I put them on. So I shine them up, gave them the rub, put them next to me, sprinkled the Belichick dust on it, and boom, poof, pow, like magic. <laughs> Another head coach. I'm sunning y'all. The same way we look at LeBron, we say these LeBron little homies, and they running the NBA. The same way we say these was Kobe's little homies, and now Kobe little homies is running the NBA. These Belichick little homies, Mm -mm. and Belichick homies running the NBA. Nah? No? No, sir. Mm. No, sir. All right. That's, that's, all right. Belichick. We know the story, though. He he texted him. There you go. It's the wrong Brian. But my thing is, like, your dog is this your dog? But answer, this... but answer me this though, has he has he addressed that anywhere? No, ha, have I'm... you heard Bill Belichick? Have you heard BB address one time these text messages that happen? Exactly. Have, have you heard that one time? It's on the Cincinnati. Okay, <laughs> or on the Dallas. Okay, so 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 you ain't heard that. He ain't he ain't said nothing. He ain't said nothing about that. He skipped right over that shit, right? Yeah. But as soon as it was some. Let's let's go back to this Aaron Hernandez shit. When there was some drama, as soon as they caught wind of it being any inkling of drama with Aaron Hernandez, who was the first motherfucker that jumped out? Hey, oh, yeah. Aaron Hernandez is no longer part of the. We're doing a press conference. Doing a press conference right minutes. then. We're clearing this shit up right then. You know why? Because we want to disassociate ourselves with that shit. We want that shit to be over there. One hundred percent. He can't disassociate himself from this. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be quiet. I don't have to attach myself to it. I don't have to disassociate. I don't even have to say anything about it because it will go away. You know why? Because I'm Bill fucking Belichick. That shit gonna, but that's, ha- that's the good old boy system. That's having 32 like-minded, rich white guys in the field that can say, they can make all the decisions and guess what? Either you're going to play with them or you go find another league to play in. And right now, shit, the USFL, the XFL, that's all you got coming up. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, man. You're going you gonna, to, it is what it is, man. It's, it's 32 Donald Sterling's. Unfortunately. Let's get off into the quick hits real quick. Let's go. Is Jawan Howard going to have to smack a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he did. Southside, shout out to Shottown, Jawan Howard, head coach of Michigan Wolverines, got to an altercation. Who was they playing? Nebraska? Nebraska. Nebraska. Maryland, Nebraska? No, uh, whoever it was, they were down 15. Yeah, and he he took exception to the fact that the uh, the coach called a timeout after they was getting blown out. It wasn't gonna do anything for the game as far as Jawan Howard. Wisconsin, was Wisconsin, was Wisconsin, the Badgers, um, and wasn't gonna acknowledge him in the in the. In the line, in the, in, the, in the handshake line at the end of the game. Head coach of the Badgers put his hands on him. That's what kicked it off for me. But Why are esca- you touching me? Word. It escalated from there. Um, he said he was trying to explain to Jawan the reason for the timeout. I don't care what it was. I don't talk, care the explanation. You can talk to me with your voice. You ain't got to touch me. Subsequently, uh, Jawan Howard ended up putting hands, <laughs> putting them paws on one of the assistants. <laughs> hey, and, slapped uh, that man with an open hand. Get the fuck So out. I was, he since then, is I thought it was going to be much worse than what it is. He was suspended right, right. for the remaining five games of the regular season for the Wolverines. Um, I thought it was going to be on, I thought it was a fireball offense, to be honest with you. Because they said it was a grass student. So that means, you, yeah. How you, do I know who's who? You don't know who's who, but we talking about 
a student as opposed to it being a faculty member, a staff we member, t- somebody we, that's on the payroll. We say students, but these ain't these ain't 15, 16 year old kids. Could be. These are 23, tw- we talking about students at, at Wisconsin, we talking about grown men. We talking yeah. about 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, anywhere from 19 to 25 year old men. We're not yeah. talking about kids. That ain't no kid. That we not gonna we not gonna downplay that. That's a grown man. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what time it was. Like, come on, bro. We gotta stop giving people passes for disrespect. Like, you don't. Regardless of what you think or how you feel, you can't put your fucking hands on me and expect to stop me and make me listen to you. Like, I agree. I agree. But we done been there before. We done seen situations like that, and we've seen how how it ends up coming out. And because the university typically tries to think of the university first. Agree. Anybody from Wisconsin, anybody. We in Wisconsin right now. You feel <laughs> Facts. Me? We might have to whisper about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> anybody typically in that position, they try to distance themselves from right, it. Right, right, right. And we already know how Michigan history is when it comes to the university trying to distance themselves from a radical happening. You feel me? And Juwan Howard could have easily been part of the same situation twice over. With the five five and now with this, and I agree. Um, Big ups I, to the university though. Shout out to the University of Michigan for standing up for for Jawan. Um, you had to do something. I had to do something. I agree. Uh, and I think that the Michigan Wolverines gonna use that as fire going into the Big Ten tournament and even into the, the NCAA. Agree. Um, they kind of already been on the rise. That the energy that he brought when he first got hired to come back to bring them back to greatness. I agree. Uh, from a like I said, from an on paper standpoint, you kind of had to do something. Me sitting at the crib, I was loving. It, you feel me? I was a pig <laughs> slob, bro. Southside Chicago, sure. baby. For her, I was loving it. I was loving it. My favorite coach in the NCAA, <laughs> in any in any sport, Jawan Howard. Now you feel me? Man, you gotta don't put you. Hey, for anybody out there that's listening to this, man. Okay, what you got going on with somebody? Don't put your fucking hands on nobody. Like, don't grab, don't touch. Like, don't touch me, man. You can talk to me. You can say whatever you want to. Do not put your hands on a grown man. We see what happened. Like, you ain't have to touch that man. And then if he don't want to listen to you, he don't have to listen to what you got to say. Like, let that man keep walking. If you want to say something, you could have kept talking. You ain't got to put your hands on that man. But Or do do what y'all normally do. Get coy in 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 the press conference and say it in front of everybody and keep it pushing but Juwan Howard let him know hey south side Chicago we not to be playing no games over here and anybody can get it um Hornets guard rookie guard James Booknight UConn alum did you catch this you saw this clip I did that was funny he got thrown out he got thrown out he was on the front row of the UConn game they tossed him because he was why did they talk? They tossed him just for being on the court with a cell phone. I don't even remember what it was about. I thought it I, at first. I'm like, I ain't. I, it looked like the entire clip or the entire video got cut off at some point. Okay. It looked like he was just returning to his seat, or he might have just been heckling um, the other team that they were playing. And they tacked him, and they tossed him out. And, and the ref, everybody that was there, tossed him out. But you front row, right? You a lottery pick from from the NBA from the school. This is my home school. I'm getting tossed out. I remember how that went with Charles Oakley a couple years ago in the garden. <laughs> he wrote a book about it. He on a book tour right now talking about it. You feel what I'm saying? It's foul though. I made y'all a bunch of money. Biggie still, Biggie's money still going strong. So it's just, it's distasteful. It's nasty. <laughs> the, the, the biggest part of it all is like, 
is we live in a what we live in a microwave society. Like, what have you done for me right now? They forget the fact that you know what I mean. Th this man was the reason why y'all getting some of those views or why y'all getting some of those looks that y'all getting. Now. Or selling some of these selling seats. Some, selling some of these season tickets. You know what I mean. And then too, I didn't see like just from the reports. I'm reading the I'm reading the um the Yahoo Sports report and it says uh, former UConn men's basketball standout James Bowknight issued an apology on Twitter on Monday after he was ejected from his courtside seat during the second half of the Husky 72-61 victory over Xavier. According to multiple internet reports, he was ejected for standing on the court with his cell phone. He ended up sneaking back into the student <laughs> section to watch the rest of the win. Like, that's the part. he is a certified nigga. <laughs> sure. Hey, man, that's the part. More so than anything, big ups to the kid, man. Hey, don't let him tell you no, man. Go back in the team. Go back in the gym and support your team. I think it was crazy. If that's why he got kicked out, bro, that's beyond silly for being on the court with your cell phone, bro. Like, come on, man. We got to do better than that. Let's do the rundown. I've been buying my daughter a lot these past few weeks and getting her jade up. But we're going to talk about what's coming this week in short. So check it out. We're recording this on the 25th tomorrow morning. It's probably the hit pick of the week, for real, for real. Yeezy 350 version 2. Black and blue colorway. Y'all already know what's the deal that the Adidas confirmed out. Yeezy Mafia tapping in. Also on the 26, you got a Van and Bass collabo. They got the high tops and low tops. I was never a Van dude. Got my Vans. Like I was never on that. But these are kind of decent. I still want to catch them. Though. My feet too big for that shit. I'm going to try to see you see it. New Balance on the 26. You got the Moke SNS blue and yellow colorway. Um, I also got a blue and black colorway. Family size run for the Yeezy 350. February 28th, the Nike Dunk High Undercover Chaos Black. I love. I, I like the ambush, but they hard. I that like joint right lot. there. Yes, sir. Love it. Y'all know where to get them at the sneakers out. They're probably going to be 100 bones. We also got the Chaos White and Chaos Black colorway coming out. Um, March 1st, you got New Balance 550. March 1st, you got a Dunk Low. Uh, Paisley, green and white colorway. Bro, the sneaker game is getting crazy. It's getting ridiculous. They keep pushing back. You seen they push back the playoff 12, the black Again. and white ones. That's one of the only retros I've never had in my life, and I need them joints. But they push them back to May. I mean, not May, March. They push them back to March 11. March, March 11. Yeah, it typically, they're supposed to came out for uh, All-Star Weekend, but right. they end up giving us that whack-ass. Cardinal red colorway for the three bullshit, bro. Yeah. They, and they coming out. Some of them been coming in bad. Man, we ain't gonna talk about weekly, week, week. You feel me? March fifth. Uh, I don't know if you saw the quick start, but they got the Air Jordan retro UNC colorway. I think they're coming in at two twenty on the sneakers out. So make sure y'all have y'all credit card info. It's tax time, dog. It's tax time, baby. Oh, shit. My dog came to kick it. Let's hey, do the man. game show. Let's go. Cowboys. So check it out. 
question is pretty easy for you. You are thoroughly a Clang. Shout out to the South Dallas. Shout out to Eggers Home. Eggers Shakers. What's going on? Oh, Cliff, what are you doing? Oh, Cliff, what's happening? <laughs> Which Dallas Cowboy quarterback holds the NFL record for the most passes in a season? Consecutive passes without an interception. Troy Aikman, Roger Stallbrock, Dak Prescott, or Tony Romo? Tony Antonio Romo. Take your time. I'm going to give you 15 seconds, and your time starts. Now, who has the holds the record for the most pass attempts without an interception? You can stick with Romo if you want to. Man. I'm going. I'm going to say Antonio Romo. And you're going to be. Wrong. Oh no, dog! <sighs> Why would you do me like this? Is it Dakery or Dakota? Dakota Rain <laughs> Prescott. Dakery <man>. Prescott. <laughs> Strawberry Dakery Prescott. Hey man, Dak Prescott is the Dallas Cowboys. What was it like three something? Yeah, without an interception, crazy. And now the mo- now he can't. No, never mind. Y'all know how I feel about my boys. <laughs> if you don't know, yes, I'm very sensitive about my. I'm keep in mind, I'm a Cowboys fan. Sensitive about that's my like shit. A, right, that's like a that's like a statement. That's like a that's like a regular statement. Like, all right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> before you start a sentence, keep in mind, I'm a Cowboys fan. Facts, please. Shout outs for the week. Who you giving your shout outs to before we get hey, up out man, of here, bro? Special shout outs, man, to everybody back at the No Rules Media Group. My boy Mike Peasy, my girl Vitamin C, my boy Big yeah. Bag B. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All my folks over there at the Three Ish Podcast, man. Make sure y'all check us out, man. Of course, we always gonna come back and lock in with the MVP Podcast. Most big shout out to my big dog, man. Appreciate you having me, man. Hopefully, we come back and rock this thing out again. And hopefully about it, God willing. We coming. We in it. Shout out to the Black Podcast that keep me motivated, keep me going. Obviously, at the top of the list of three-ish. You feel me? Thanks. I'm here to tell you face-to-face, man-to-man, eye-to-eye. Y'all doing something special, bro. Appreciate that, continue my dog. Continue to build, continue Appreciate to grow. Uh, another one I want to highlight, I highlight them every week, but it, like this week I really needed them. It was really important to me. Shout out to Terry Roseland and Cam Bam Fam, uh, Boogie, all of them over at the Terry Roseland Podcast, FC Network, What's the Deal? Um, they, I think you need to tap in with them too. Yes, sir. They did a free therapy session with Bring It Brat. Shout out, uh, Brittany. Um, but they had some back to back episodes. It's mostly about relationships, Bad. but they they get into all type of dope stuff. Also, shameless plug while y'all over here, I forgot to mention this episode was sponsored by Hulu celebrating Black History Always. We tapped into that snowfall. That's why I want to yes, shout out my dog sir. Franklin Saint. You feel me? Back in effect. <laughs> But yeah, man, um, also for the guys over at Terry Rosen Podcast, shout out to Toy Box NY. This might be something for you to get off into with your lady, man. www.toyboxny.com. Um, I ain't going to tell you all that they got over there. I'm going to let you Ooh. tap in and look in for yourself. But it's, you feel me? It's one of them type of vibes. You feel me? Baby, I'm coming home. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my bro at the BU Podcast, Smash. What up? He just celebrated his 35th birthday. The other day, I love you, big dog. You Happy G Day, big dog. Yes, Sirski. Uh, Dino, Coyote, Cardi over at Taper Talk. We still waiting on a new joint. What's the word? Where we at? Cody Mack, what's the deal? They just dropped an interview with Baja Banks the other day. Back and forth between her and Queen Key. Who's the queen of rap in Chicago? We don't Ooh. know what's going to happen, world. We got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to my dogs over at uh, the Reason to Doubt podcast, the Supreme Pod God, Jay Sims, KD, Joe Jack, yes, sir. Young Juice, AE Media. Um, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Oh, my brother, my partner in crime, MG, over at the Defining Victories podcast, only on BlitzSportsNetwork.com. Huh. Y'all make sure y'all remember it, man. Rate, review, and subscribe. Stop playing games. Stop flirting with it. Y'all know y'all down with the MVP. Y'all need to hit us up. Give us them five-star re- reviews. Give us those high ratings. We everywhere that podcast live. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all of that. Hit us up in the mailbag, Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on the socials, at Podcast at labeled and known and don't ever forget in your life boy what happened here was a miracle and i want you to acknowledge it all right it was a miracle can we go now appreciate y'all rocking out with us we gone holla Center. Yeah. Oh!